I know, I know, season two is over, but what is not over is creativity. And also, this really special code, 20% off right this second at NathanMorrisMusic.com. Click any item and at checkout, type in NMM20. That is N as in Nathan, M as in Morris, M as in Music 20 for 20% off any shirt you purchase at NathanMorrisMusic.com, the official merch store. There is good stuff happening. You hold tight. I assure you to continue to meet you where you are and please meet me where I am on all the socials, like buying you something and then taking a picture of it and tagging me on Insta at Nathan Morris or saying something to me at Nathan Morris Music on TikTok and all the other fun places. January 20th, a new single releases, a new record in the works, soon to have a release date for that too. And then hold tight because season three is just around the river bend. You're loved far more than you could ever know. Thank you for all that you bring to this life because you are worthy. Head over to the store right now and grab you some swag. Code NMM20. Die Trying contains sensitive subject matter and conversations surrounding death and dying and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is respectfully advised. I'll tell you one thing. The funeral profession feels like fourth graders on a playground. And I'm not saying funeral directors are of the fourth grade intelligence, but some of (laughs) the things that happen between funeral homes, funeral directors, the Kentucky board, the board, I'm sure in your state, if you're a funeral director and professional are hilarious. It's like elementary school. People don't grow up. Do you remember whenever you were a kid and you looked at your parents and you're like, they're so grown up and responsible and mature. And I know that when I grow up, I won't say bad things about people or be ugly to people or any of that stuff. And then you grow up and look around and realize that everyone is just as messed up as they were, I guess, when they were in the playground jungle gym falling on the pieces of shredded tire so that they didn't break their arm. <laughs> this is this is season two, episode 152 of You'll Die Trying, a show which pulls back the curtain and takes down the walls brick by brick and exposes the hearts of those caring for those you love most. Big turkey foot coffee. Thank you always for the delicious brown brew itself. You heard last week, yes... We're out. We're out. Sorry if you didn't get a sample of coffee, that is, at NathanMarsMusic.com. I said any shirt, any shirt that you purchase, we'll send a free bag to the next 25. Well, those were gobbled up. Thanks to all of you for wearing some Nathan Morris swag. Be sure to tag me on Insta at Nathan Morris or on TikTok. Do a video. Maybe I'll duet it. Nathan Morris Music. That'd be a, a really neat, that'd be a really neat thing. 
And our friends at EFF Express Funeral Funding working tirelessly on the back end with the insurance companies to assign proceeds to cover the funeral expense. So on the front end, the most important end, there's no looming balance due. Families can create a meaningful celebration with the funeral director's assistance, guidance, one that is most deserving while families can gather and grieve and celebrate, do the things that are most important, not the financial aspect. That's why EFF is so helpful on the back end. Head over to expressfuneralfunding.com to learn how they can benefit your home as you benefit and bless who call upon you. Per the KRS, that's like Kentucky laws, funeral laws as well. There are so many minute intricacies. Like, did you know, if you remember last episode, a small funeral home with one funeral director, the owner, right, living there, working seven days a week nonstop. They're working a visitation at 7.30 at night. They've eaten a ham sandwich that was in the lounge for the Smith family. They get a death call. Visitation isn't over until eight. The death call is at the hospital, only a few miles away. They step out for just a moment, receive the loved one, bring them back into their care, continue visitation until that ends, just to then go into the care center to prepare and embalm the loved one. Well, that scenario technically is not allowed to happen. The law for the longest time was a licensed funeral director must be on the premises at all times. Well, many funeral homes have an office worker who answers the phone, files death certificates, insurance, and so forth. What if they get a death call? Do they have to, what, lock the doors? Or what about going on a funeral? Do they lock the door when they go on a funeral? I mean, it's absurd. It doesn't make sense. I mean, what about going to grab a bite to eat? Those are the rules, technically. And then there are other rules that the 80-something-year-olds <laughs> still hold on to. I wonder if it's because they might forget or maybe they like to make a stink. I, I know for a fact it must be challenging to age and to see the next generation in any profession come in, right? Because Whenever I did it, I was working with plaster. Or whenever I did it, we didn't have all these fancy breakers. And whenever I did it, you get the idea. And here we are coming in. And yes, our profession has been simplified by like 1,000%. They used to type on a typewriter an obituary just to run said obituary, a piece of paper to the local newspaper at like 10 o'clock p.m. speaking for Owensboro, and they would then transcribe and retype it to be placed in the next day's print. Just until a few years ago, this is not, this is mind-blowing. Just until a few years ago, when you'd submit an obituary, via email even, the newspaper in Henderson, Kentucky would call, read, verbatim, word for word, announce commas and any other punctuation and spell every individual's name. So Nathan Scott Morris, N-A-T-H-A-N, you get, and you had to sit on the phone and verbally (laughs) approve. 
So lots changed. We had the privileged, the distinct privilege of having the new inspector come to one of our locations to say your general price list, your casket price list, and your outer burial container price lists are incorrect. The dates all have to match. What that means is the general price list is by law required. You walk into a funeral home establishment, if you say anything about pricing, you have to, as a staff member, grab your general price list and hand it to the individual talking about pricing. Some years ago, there was a lot of scuttlebutt because the profession wasn't as transparent. And it's, you know, a few bad apples, you know, ruin everything, which is fine. I don't mind. Our general price list is so thorough. You know, you come into make a funeral arrangement and you just see price, 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 price. Well, what we do is it's not just services of funeral director and staff. It says everything that it includes. And we itemize, itemize, itemize. But the general price list is required. Well, the moment that you make a change to a general price list, the price, let's say a number, then you must change the effective date. So if I change the GPL, general price list, tomorrow, then I must put that date on all the GPLs and discard, destroy the ones that are now old and outdated. Also on a GPL, you have, by law, just, you must put a casket range, meaning we offer caskets from $1,000 to $30,000, just for numbers purposes. So if you don't make changes to the casket price list or CPL, that's another price list that is required not to take, but must be presented before speaking about caskets. That way you are making all options available to the family during an arrangement. But if you don't ever change the CPL, the, the range, so 1,000 to 30,000, and you're always in between that, then your GPL remains in force. Does that make sense? So if your range is 1,000 to 30,000, your GPL is effective as of today. Let's say on the casket price list, the CPL, your mid-range casket goes from 4250 to 4255. Well, you're still in the range on the GPL, so the new effective date for the CPL does not have to match the GPL. You're going to make a ton of changes to your general price list, your casket price list, your outer burial container price list, which the outer burial container price list also must be presented to a family at an arrangement table, but not required for them to take home. Lots of information there. If you stay within the realm on the GPL, you do not have to change anything and the effective date can stay effective. CPL and outer burial container, those dates will change periodically as materials go up and have gone up during COVID. Nonetheless, long story, just to paint the picture, we were written up because our GPL, CPL, and outer burial container price list didn't have the same effective dates, which makes zero since now, if you're the board and the board inspector, you know, people stand up straight. Of course, they're honorable people. They deserve to be respected, as does everyone else. And some of the staff get so nervous and anxious, even the new ones, because, like, oh my gosh, we're in so much trouble. No, we're not in trouble. You, 
you can get in trouble with a slap on your hand being naive to something. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Let me fix it immediately. Now, if you do the same thing again, then absolutely you need to be in trouble. You definitely don't need to get in trouble when you're not wrong, right? I, I think it's important to stand your ground on things that you know are right. And just another thing, did you know that embalming facilities or prep rooms must do a formaldehyde test? It's an annual thing. There's 15 minutes. There's the ones that you actually clip to you while you embalm a loved one, just so you can get a reading of how much formaldehyde you are exposed to any given time. Ventilation, circulation of air is critical. We have adequate and we've passed with flying colors. Well, in Kentucky, a funeral home establishment can be a full service Full service is where you embalm, where you host visitations and funerals. A visitation ceremony only is when you do not have an embalming facility, but you host visitations and funerals. Or you have an embalming only, which is a mortuary service, for instance, an embalming facility only. Many of our locations are Funeral visitation ceremony only. Hartford Memorial is one of them. Why do we have to have our formaldehyde test results at that funeral home? Because we don't have an embalming facility there. We were written up because we didn't have a formaldehyde test result. We have a formaldehyde test result at Haley McGinnis that embalms loved ones for Hartford at Haley McGinnis as required. Yeah, you get the idea. I think that the change that's happening is really being, you know, it's just being pushed, pushed back on. And I think it's scary. I think age scares us. Getting older scares a lot of people, especially funeral directors. And I might be wrong, but funeral directors don't, they don't die. They're not supposed to, you know, we're, we're supposed to continue to tend to the dead ourselves. And one day you look up and your hands are wrinkled. And you find yourself being old as well. And the next generation have all of these tools available to them and there's social media that they're exposed to or exposing the profession to people, making it more comfortable. And they're just pushing back because the change, the thing that they worked so hard to build, to maintain, really, to push forward through many a tribulation is being shifted. That must be hard. You know, you come into my house and start rearranging my furniture, bad example, but I'd probably get a little pissed off. And be like, what are you doing? Who do you, who do you think you are? Oh, obviously you're in my house because you've been welcomed, which in this profession, you go before the board and they say, yeah, you can be a, an apprentice. So we're welcomed. Yeah, but then all of a sudden you start making some waves and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's just scary. I think it's scary what we're experiencing. People are buying things differently. People are making decisions differently. And different isn't bad. And different isn't saying that what you did was wrong. It's just different. It just is. I am hopeful that honest conversation and communication within this profession will continue or even happen, but I must be realistic as well. You know, this profession is so good, incredible at taking care of community members, but we're so terrible at taking care of and helping our own people. 
Everything is competition. You, you call somebody from 30 minutes away that you don't own and you just ask a question that's, uh, it, it comes off as there's an agenda it's perceived as that. And when in all reality, it's just, hey, well, you, you might know this. <laughs> let, me, let me ask, let me get your input. Everybody is always so on guard. What's this agenda? What are you doing? Are you stealing trade secrets? We all provide a pretty location. We all provide an exceptional service. We all offer caskets and we all have pretty clean hearses. And, you know, we're doing the same thing. How, how is it not beneficial for all of us to be leveling up together? Because what are we doing? We're raising the bar in funeral care and service. And is that not beautiful? I think so. I mean, who am I though? Right? I, I've been called a pain in someone's ass. I've been called a body snatcher. Uh, I've been called someone who hasn't had <laughs> someone who hasn't had an idea of their own. You know, it's it's a it's a tough. I would almost say a bully profession in a sense in a lot of ways. And people in the profession, the funeral directors that are thirty minutes away, might no, they do. They forget the fact that I too have family there that are 30 minutes away from me and it probably wouldn't be smart for them to travel all this way when a loved one dies so when that time comes in that area in that market and community well I'm sorry Joe Schmo but you were a total asshole to me when I was just trying to be kind and you know chew the fat so you think Aunt Margie's going to go to your funeral home I would make certain that they didn't. Because if you can't be respectful to me, a colleague, then who's to say you'll be respectful to my aunt and their family? We all have a place at the table or should feel that way. And to the senior funeral director who may not like the change that's happening, it's not because you did it wrong. It's just inevitable change. I'll keep you updated on this write-up. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. I, I don't know if I should write a letter or just make a phone call or or let you know let it lie. But write being written up is not like getting a speed ticket, right? Where you have to either pay the fine in the mail or go before the you know go before the judge. This is simply saying, hey. You know, this is the slap on the wrist. Next time I come, I'm going to review this paper and make sure that any of the infractions that are listed are not being done now or are being done differently. Are you all having a hard time finding just general contractors to come in, lay carpet, fix drywall, doing that stuff? It's been the toughest time to find somebody. I'm not talking, I don't need a big contractor. I mean, just like a general contractor that can, you know, pour a patio and, and build a shelf. It's all the good ones are retiring or have passed away. And if, <laughs> if I've called a hundred, it's, we have all these small things that need to be done. We just need stuff done. We need little things done. That's why I wish I went into trade, not in, a, in, not in place of, but in addition to. There's something admirable about being able to you know, swing a hammer and, and get a nice drywall finish and hang and install a light and an outlet and a light switch. That's 
really cool. I mean, you save all this money. Same thing goes for like being able to cut your own hair. Sorry, Ivy, I, I like how you cut my hair better than if I cut my hair, but I do save money. Goldfish. I appreciate you. Change is inevitable. Quit white knuckling what you have always done. It's always been done this way. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's going to change and it's okay. It's not saying that you did it terribly. It's just time to do it differently. I'll keep you updated on the saga. Head over to NathanMorrisMusic.com. There's some teas over there. Head over to Nathan Morris Music on TikTok and Nathan Morris on Insta. Tag me. Be sure to leave a five-star review wherever it is you're listening right this second. If you think this podcast is worthy of such, be sure to write a review and share it with your friends because I might, I might read your review on an upcoming episode because that'd be lovely. Give you a nice little shout out and stuff. You're worthy to be shouted out. And I am grateful for you hanging out with me at 152. I think I watched, I think I watched too much Sesame Street. I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.